Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it, for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, Taylor at Vaco, V-A-C-O.com is how to get in touch with me, old fashioned email, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. Dad, give, give the people an intro about you, who you are, and then we'll go from there. All right. Well, um, Dave Dessen, uh, of course, Taylor's father. Uh, I was uh, originally a military uh, kid. Dad was in the Navy. Uh, so grew up with a lot of strict standards. Uh, um, yes, sir. No, sir. That type of thing. Um, I think my mom probably had the same mentality, military mentality. Um, but the military mentality also was uh, live hard, party hard. So uh, we got a little bit of that going on also. Uh, went to college, um, was going to be a commercial artist. Uh, I look back and feel like I was probably doomed from the beginning because I wanted to make album art. And uh, of course, albums went away. Uh Hand art pretty much went away, went to computer art. So uh, probably not a good choice. Uh, lost my college scholarship after two years. Uh, wasn't a scholarship, my loans. Um, and uh, went into the private sector. Mom and dad said, get a job. And so I ended up washing dishes at a restaurant. And uh, it was a new restaurant. And they said they would hire management from within that group to expand. And so I saw an out into uh, getting into management just uh made sure I was better than anybody else around me uh, to get promoted and went through, uh, I think this is might be the fourth restaurant I've been with since 1980. Uh, first one was a company called O'Brien's. Second was Steak and Ale. Uh, then I did a real long stint with uh, Outback Steakhouse and I've landed with a company called uh, Taza Kitchen based out of Richmond, Virginia. Which is fantastic. If Taza, if you're watching this, it's time for you to get to Nashville, please. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, great vibe, uh, farm to table, fresh cooking, uh, craft cocktails. Uh, so it's got a real unique uh, niche in the market. So, so this, so this is not an episode. Just to let y'all know, we're not about to have a cooking episode either. <laughs> even though my dad's a great cook, that's happening later. Um, but with the one thing, so there, there's a few topics I wanted to talk to you about, and some of them we talked to dinner the other night. But, but the first thing, so a lot of people are watching this or, or new in their career. Um, don't know what to do. Obviously, I tell your story a lot about finding a job when you left Outback Steakhouse for 25 years. You didn't know where where to turn to. What's what's some encouraging words to people? Because a lot of people that we deal with are I'm not calling you old, but, but <laughs> what I'm experienced. A lot of experienced individuals are kind of going through a career crisis, and so like what what can you speak on that as some encouraging words to to, to those folks? Um, it's interesting you use the word experience. When I was interviewing with Steak and Ale and Bennigan's back in the day, uh, I was turned down initially on the first time I interviewed because they said I needed to get more experience. So you were too young. I was too green. Yeah. Um, I would just say that um, you need to look at what's available uh, and you need to put your head down and go for it. Um, my dad 
Dad once said, uh, when you start a job, if you want to make an impression on people, just start doing whatever you see needs to be done. And he says, you will quickly find out where your boundaries are. They'll tell you when you've gone too far. But he said, don't be the guy that has to be told what to do. So um, I think just, uh, you know, you just got to put your head down, look at what's available and then go for it. Well, and then also, too. Right. I mean, to talk about talk about let's just talk about when you left Outback Steakhouse. Right. You're at Outback Steakhouse for 25 years. OK, put it in perspective. When I started with Outback Steakhouse, was there was not an Internet. <laughs> and I was born, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, you were there for a very long time. You were you you only I mean literally the internet wasn't even around. You worked there then and then you left your job, the one job you had. Talk about how you felt because I think a lot of people think they're alone on an island. Yeah. So, um, the dilemma was not that I was successful at Outback. Um, the dilemma was narrator. He was very successful. Yeah, so that's not the problem. I was I was a little too successful. Um, too successful from the business uh, point of view, but not successful, especially from a family point of view mm. uh, in managing time. And so my uh, mantra was I'd give a third of my pay to have more time off to myself for mm. work. Um, and so I left work because I didn't need to prove anything else. The restaurant was the busiest it ever been. I was making more money than I'd ever made. Unfortunately, I had left less time to myself than I ever did. So I left wondering, is this still what I want to do? Um, or do I still like what I'm doing, just not where I'm at? Find a better environment. So that that was the whole the, the whole issue. It was uh, there was a little sense of loss. OK, I'm leaving something I've done for a long time that I was hugely successful at. Um, so where did I want to go from there? And so you had to determine, did I still enjoy doing what I was doing? So after taking about, I think it was about a year and a half off um, and burning through some money, <laughs> a lot of online shopping and that type of thing. But uh, I realized I enjoyed doing what I was doing. I enjoyed the people. Um, and uh, so then I had to find an environment where I could enjoy myself in that environment. And that's where, you know, Taylor came along because, you know, it was very unfamiliar territory, not going and shaking somebody's hand and speaking to them in person. Um, and so I asked Taylor, I said, look, this internet was not around before. Um, so how do I approach that? And of course, dad or Taylor looked at me and said, uh, well, you've got a resume. And it was like somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. it's in a file box, yeah. a literal metal file box. I wrote it with a, with a yeah. pen and paper. So, you know, Oil. we started the process and, um, and, uh, Taylor just guided me through, starting to use different means of media. And he said, wherever you get the bump on the media, that's where you go. And then you start, you know, using that. Um, but I, but and before we go too forward, and yeah. I, I like to interrupt people. Yeah. So, and this is my show, so I can interrupt you. But um, so basically uh, let's go back to something you said about realizing what you wanted. Right. Cause I feel like a lot of times people just want to bounce around and make, make the bread, make the money, which is fine. Make the money. But at the end of the day, it's like you said, like there comes a point where it's like, I mean, Jackie's dad says the same thing. He'd rather, he'd really, he'd rather take a, literally, I think you said a third less pay mm -hmm. to have more time off. But, but like, how long did it take you? So when you left Outback and, and you missed, and you knew you missed the people, how long did that process take you? Well, it was about over a year. It took a year. It, 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 it well, 
maybe six months. And then the next six months was trying to start figuring out how to get back in and where I wanted to go. Sure. But it was, um, you know, people asked me probably the last five years I was with Outback Steakhouse. Well, if you didn't work here, what would you want to do? And that is, such, I asked you that question. Yeah. And I think that's such a tough question because number one, if you're working where you're at, if you're always thinking about what you'd rather be doing, you're not going to be successful at where you're at. Right. You're not going to be focused. You're going to be always looking for that next thing. Um, and uh, don't get me wrong. A lot of people have been successful with that. A lot of people are make a job out of jumping from job to job to the next best thing. And I've seen people that have increased their salary, you know, two and threefold by doing that. Um, and, you know, I'm from <laughs> the generation where uh, you stayed in one place and, and you worked and uh, you rode there. you rode that that wave as far as you could go. And, um, you know, I'd pretty much uh, done everything I could from a unit level with, with Outback Steakhouse. And I had had some multi-unit supervision experience in the past and really wasn't interested in doing that. So... You know, the dilemma was, okay, if I'm going to do something else, what do I want to do? Well, yeah, I want to go live on a boat down in the Virgin Islands and pick seashells. You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, but also, too, so I talk about this all the time. Not everybody has to go into senior leadership. Right. You, I realized that from early on. When I, my first restaurant job, I was became, actually, is when I was managing pools. Um, that's how my mom and dad met. We won't get into yeah. that story. That's another. <laughs> so I was managing pools and one of my best friends was my assistant manager and I offered him the manager position because I was changing into another pool and he didn't want it. And that blew me away, hmm. you know, and my dad told me, I was talking to my dad about it. My dad said, you know, Dave, not everybody wants to be in leadership, you know, and that's, hmm. and you have to understand that. He said, and that, it, takes, but, it takes all kinds of people. But, so it's not bad. It's not wrong. But I feel like today's culture, it's like. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Work up the, you know, work up the the chain, the chart, whatever. And something's wrong with you if you don't want to go into leadership. But there's people. I mean, I tell people, especially even on my team, like, listen, like, if you just want to recruit until you die, do it and do it well, and that is totally acceptable. My brother-in-law um, works for uh, Johns Hopkins, and um, he does. Uh, I think NSA stuff, <laughs> the secret stuff. He's, he's not allowed to tell us. Yeah, he's not allowed to tell us what he does. Things. But but he hires um, basically um, computer. Just I don't know. Yeah, I still don't know what he does. You know, he says he works computer with people. Computer people. Uh, he Me works too. with people, and what he does is he gives them a challenge, and they swarm onto that challenge to develop whatever they're developing. But that's what they like doing. They're no. not interested in no. being an upper management. So it's. It, you know, you can't, you're doing somebody a, a disservice by trying to get them into management if they don't want to be there. They right. will get very uncomfortable and, right. and, and uh, removed from you. So you have to kind of realize where people want to go. Um, you have where other people want to go as a leader, but then also where you need to go, right? Because you right. can only be as effective as a leader. Right. Well, you know as long as you go. know where other people want to go, that'll get you to where you want to go. Ooh, that's good. You know, I'll, I'll be clipped up and we'll share that on content. Uh, I wanted to pause real quick. Uh, Samantha Palmer, what's going on? Back in the day, old neighbor. Appreciate it. It's good to see you, Chris, especially in the restaurant business. There's no such thing as that's my job. My dad used to always say that. Um, Amy goes, it's such a great conversation. Hope 22 is best year yet. Uh, Matt Driggers, what's up, buddy? Teammate, uh, Brandon Arbe. Hey, Dave, 
Uh, Andy goes, greetings, looking to tweak my career path and join y'all. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate that. And Yolanda, good morning. Happy New Year, everyone. So, Dad, I want to go into the next thing. Yeah, I like that quote. That's not my job. Yeah. Like, we call that as the- Not my Windows the, mentality. The, yeah. I don't do Windows yeah. mentality. Exactly. You know? So, let's talk about the thing. And again, we only have like 15 minutes, so we, don't, yeah. we can't get too heated Okay. Here. All right. Interviewing. Interviewing. What so so give people so so give oh people gosh. yeah I know exactly that's you why I said find somebody to interview first <laughs> so 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 my dad again the restaurant industry this is primarily towards tech but I wanted my dad on because I I, I never want to have such like a a tunnel vision view because I I want to tell people's stories because I think my dad's story in the restaurant industry is still applicable to an engineering manager at Google who can't find the right talent um, so dad talk about the the state of the, the the state of interviewing right now what you have to deal with and then maybe just some tips to people for interviewing for interviewing yeah the state of interviewing right now is that um it, it is very i'll give you a synopsis I, I was talking to taylor last night so we increased our base pay for cooks about 60 to 75 percent over the last year realizing that if we didn't do that we wouldn't have anybody in the kitchen um, because everybody's being forced to do that but for what in, what in the day I'm paying now, you really would have gotten an, an ace cook. You're still getting the same people um, that you used to up. get. It hasn't. What you've done is because that income is being eaten up by, by society right, right now. So it's not like it's this huge, you know, if you look at it, you say, gosh, we've increased our pay by this. But people aren't realizing that. And so it's it's a struggle. Um, it's a struggle. And. I am just now over the last month and a half starting to see traffic. And I think Taylor deals with that. You have to have traffic before you can start getting candidates. Mm -hmm. um, for a long time, I didn't even have traffic where I would once put an ad out and get uh, 100 applications in two days. Um, I'd get 12 applications. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 I mean that's you know? literally where it's at right now in tech yeah. too. And so um, uh, it's a process of just, getting the getting the traffic going and then trying to qualifications and then bring people in to interview but are you trying and maybe putting you on the spot here but honesty is good that's why i like doing this live because mm -hmm. can, people can't hide yeah are you trying to put in new training in place i mean is that is that we are right now the company is going through a completely new uh process um with their training mm -hmm. program and redoing that um realizing that uh, the talent we're getting is not necessarily the, the talent we used to have. And so we have to bring these people up to speed mm. a lot better. Hey, companies, you hear that? Restaurants are even innovating. So tech people, if you're not innovating, get with it. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, but then we get into the interview part and the candidates interviewing. Yeah. So, so we're, we're, again, we only have a certain amount of time. Yeah. Well, I would just say that if you are going to interview for a job, I don't care who you are. I tell people my first job for the restaurant, my mom and dad told me I needed to get out and get a job. So I went and interviewed at a restaurant, never worked in a restaurant before, two years of college as a commercial artist, figured I'd get a management job, right? I've been <laughs> in college and they're hiring me and uh, to work in the kitchen. And uh, they said, why should we hire you? And I said, and this is because of my dad. Um, I said, because whatever I do, it's going to be the best that you've ever seen. I said, I don't care if I'm cleaning the toilets. It'll be the cleanest toilet you've ever sat on, mm. you know? And I said, so, um, you know, if you are interviewing, you have to give that person interviewing you 
something that's going to make you stand out. And I will tell you right now, more than anything, you have to show the character that you have and uh, how you deal and, and take care of what you do um, before you do anything. Um, having other jobs in that industry, that's great. Um, time at those jobs is important. Um, but more than anything, you have to be able to show your integrity and your character when you're interviewing with people because, you know, it, it, when it gets to it, if your interviewing is the one doing all the talking, if your interviewer is doing all the talking, it's going to be tough. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about um, leading during uncertain times. I think I've had to innovate. You've had to innovate. What is what is what is one or two things that you're doing differently than you did in March before March 2020? Oh. Which, by the way, March 2020 seems like yesterday. We're like in this weird. Yeah. This this is- hey, hey, can somebody else confirm? Hillary says that the stream is ended. Hillary, we're still going on our end. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully we're still going. Can someone comment to make sure that the stream's still going? Anyways, uh, so yeah, leadership stuff. Okay. Uh, what are we doing differently? What are you doing differently? What am I doing differently? Uh, gosh. Um, more so than anything, instead of talking to people about uh, work at work. Um, I'm trying to talk to them about life. Hmm. At work. I, I didn't even, I didn't even team up for that. I, I didn't said, even team up for that. Know, we will talk about how are you doing? Hmm. You know, what's going on? Why is that? What's going on in your family? Because uh, more than anything uh, in, in this times that we're in, people need to feel that connection. Um, if you don't have a connection, they're not going to stay with you. Hmm. Um, hmm. And they have to know you care for them. Um, it goes back to some of those Lou Holtz videos that we used to watch. Um, but um, couldn't understand half of it, but yeah. But um, <laughs> you know, knowing that somebody's parents got COVID, uh, checking in on them, how they're mm-hmm. doing, knowing somebody uh, might have had an accident in a car, and you checking in with them, um, just just touching base with them. You know, instead of going and saying, "Hey, I know she's doing this. This was okay. I need you to work on this." Just saying, "How are you doing? How, mm-hmm. You know, what's going on with you?" and is there anything I can help you out with? And and um, uh, just communicating with them on a regular basis, letting them know that you're interested and that you care. I love that. You know? I love that. Yeah, I, and, and, and I, I mean, obviously, this group's heard me say it at a time, but I think, I think, well, and, and my dad said, and we talked about this too, right? Working in a remote setting versus, I mean, like my dad has to go into work, right? He has to go into work. People have to go to work in the restaurant industry. Also, tipping people well, right? Tipping people well <laughs> right now. But, um, you know, the, the one thing I talk about is I think in meetings sometimes, like, I'm just so, I mean, to be honest, like, excuse my friends, I'm just like, like, cut the bullshit. Let's just, let's just jump to it. All right. We have this topic. Let's go bang, bang, bang. You don't got time to talk. I ain't got time to talk. Let's just get it over with. And we're done. Yeah. The business meeting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. But now, but now it's not that. Because we're dealing with a pandemic, people still are scared. People are battling. I mean, you know, we were talking about as a family last night at dinner is that more people have COVID right now than I've ever known. I mean, 20, 25 people in my friend group have it at least. And so, you know, it's one of these things where like you have to check in on people. And I think as a leader, I think showing people they care, showing people you care is is an incredible way to level up. It is. And it's you know, and it's, it's caring about their health. It's caring about their mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, 
you talk about hills and valleys and I call it the COVID Canyon. Um, Ooh, it right. was, you know, it's some tough things to deal with. And so uh, you've, you've just got to make sure that people know you're interested in them. Mm. You know, I think Lou Holtz in that video had said that, you know, people need to know you're interested in them. Not that, you know, if he's coaching a football team, if they were a good kicker right. or if they were, could carry the ball well and run and stuff like that. But how are they doing? We're big college football guys, if you can't tell. <laughs> um, so what, what is there anything else? Is there any secret sauce of Dave Destin from a management perspective that you like to share with hiring managers out there right now? Because uh, you've been in it for 90 years. Thanks. It's <laughs> not quite that long. But I think just uh, from a hiring perspective, um, you, you have to uh, – get the people to open up. You have to find out where their head is at. You have to let them know that you care about them. Um, but you also need to make sure they understand that you are running a business also. Um, I, th I think one of the most difficult things sometimes that we face is that um, while we do care about people and want them to be healthy and want them to have a good mental outlook and, and uh, you know, that type of thing, at the end of the day, we do still have a business to run. So, um, it's, it's letting them know that, uh, you know, yeah, I care about you and, 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 uh, I'm interested in you for a position, um, you know, but you still have to maintain what you're looking for, the standards you're looking for. Um, so it's and, balancing standard versus like making sure people also understand that they're cared for. Yeah. I mean, That's I think, hard. I think the first thing we do is, That's is hard. we talk about when we interview, we talk about them personally. And, and my biggest thing is I sit down with somebody and I just say, tell me about yourself. I want you to tell me your story. How many people can actually tell their story? You'd be surprised how many people just sit there and they were like, yeah, uh, I literally, it was on my last I Instagram went to high school here story. and, yeah. um, and I worked here and I worked there and, you know, being in the restaurant business for 90 years, as you say, and I will tell them, I'll say, tell me about working in the restaurant business. Yeah. And they'll say, well, I would come in and set the lineup. And I say, listen, I've been doing this a long time. I know you don't just come in and set the lineup. Let's be specific, you know. Yeah. Um, but we're looking for that communication, that ability to communicate. Um, I don't care what job you're in. People need to have the ability to communicate. Mm -hmm. um, and and then I'm going to step on some toes here. But in today's society, there are too many people under the age of 25 that flat out don't know how to communicate with people face to face. Ooh, my dad's supposed to put me on blast. Um, they, they just, they. Well, also, also I mean, they could I probably mean, text me to us. death, but, right. you know, but, but, the, but that's an issue, but, period. But, I mean, across the board. Yeah. And so it's, it's, you know, my business is face to face. Um, and, and in the tech world, probably a lot of it is not face to face. Right. I understand that. Um, but you have to be able to verbalize and get your point across. And I think that, uh, if you can do that face to face, you're going to be successful online doing it. I love that. As we wrap up here, I want, I want to go back to the worker. I want to go back to your employees. What makes some employees really stand out? Like what are, I mean, I know we talked about communication interviewing. We talked about taking responsibility, the no windows mentality. What are some other things that you like to see in your best employees? Because that's one thing, right? I like to have hiring managers. Ownership. On. Okay, go ahead. Flat out ownership. You know, if somebody screws up, that's okay. 
don't blame somebody else for it. Mm. Don't blame the guest for it. Mm. You know, just own it and move on. You know, um, that's the biggest thing. It's like whatever you do It's like I talked about cleaning a toilet, be the cleanest toilet you ever have. Um, own what you do, mm. own what you do and own the fact that if you need to get better, what can I do to get better? Um, and as a manager, you'd actually like to hear probably, Hey Dave, I messed up, but I promise, like, I, I, I will try my best not to make this happen again. You would you rather know, some, probably I would rather that. somebody come to me and say, look, I made a mistake. I've got an issue with X, Y, Z. Can you help me fix this? And I'll say, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then we'll talk about it and say, okay, let's go. You know, let's, right. let's make sure that we learn from that. Don't happen again. I don't mind people making mistakes. It's the people that make the same mistake over, over and over and over again. It's like, right. Hello, is anybody home? McFly. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's an old reference. Sorry. That's an old reference. <laughs> terrible movie guy. Terrible movie guy. Um, what else? Is there anything else that you're passionate about seeing other people? Uh, I love seeing people um, take on responsibility and, and really enjoy it and, and have fun with it. Mm. I have had uh, employees tell me um, that have graduated from USC, alma mater over here. Fox. I have had people get their degree and, and leave the restaurant. And I am so excited. And I try to hook them up with Taylor if I can to find jobs and stuff like that and give them his website. But the people that have left and they say, best thing that's ever had to me during my college years was working for Taza Kitchen. And it's like, that's just freaking awesome. Yeah. You know, because I could tell they were going to be successful in their jobs wherever they went because watching them move through the take on responsibility and then Enjoy that responsibility and what happened from that. That's it. That's the biggest thing. Well, but but do you also like for them to take ownership and be creative even within the restaurant? I mean, have you had employees that like, I don't know, do some crazy inventive stuff that you didn't ask them to? Um, or or have a flair? Yeah, I've, I've had that. Um, I will tell you, growth within the restaurant. I, I recently, um, because of COVID, lost the chef that I had and I had a, a, a person working there. And um, she was awesome at the job she did, and she wanted that opportunity. And she has hit the ground just running. I mean, just completely uh, taken over that position. She owns it. Um, Ask always looking, sure. asking questions, always looking for the next thing she can work on. We communicate every day on a daily basis. I also have another guy that's done that, another aspect of the restaurant. Um, he said, you know, I want to do this. And I said, okay, well, this is what we need to do. And boom, I start going. And their mentality has pretty much been that, okay, I'm just going to start doing, you tell me when I get off, off point or out of bounds. Right. And, and it's just like, you know, Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. Um, so again, it, it's, it's having people come to you and asking questions. It's not having you chase after them. And no, no, no. It's, you don't want to have to spoon feed people, you know, think about who you spoon feed, you spoon feed babies and, and I mean, Ari doesn't like taking stuff out of the spoon, but that's you know, a but if you have to constantly spoon feed somebody, now I'm talking about constantly. Yeah. Sometimes initially you have to spoon feed. Yeah. A new Everybody has to grow. Everybody has to get towards, you know, solid foods. Um, but, uh, you know, if again, it's that you want to see people learn. Right. And if, if they don't learn, you kind of scratch your head sometimes and say, you know, what am I doing as a manager that's I can change to 
make that happen a little bit better for the person. Last question as we wrap up here. And again, thank you all for coming. We got a few comments coming in. Um, Pia goes, really enjoying this session. Note to future guests at Guidance Council 2.0. Davis, set the bar for being genuine. Come correct. I love it. Hillary goes, back to the future is not old. It's a classic. It's old. It's, it's from the 80s. It's old. Uh, Alex goes here. Says, uh, what's up, Alex? More old references, please. Taylor's needs to watch 80 movies. And then Taylor messes up a lot, but he always admits, admits it. Nice. Right. I don't mess up a lot, Alex. Lord have mercy. All right. Anyways. All right. Last last question, and we'll wrap it up here because I want to go get more coffee. Um, when do you fire somebody? Hmm. With the market it is right now. Okay. I very rarely fire somebody. Um, Please explain. Okay. What I do is I set the expectations. And if that person can't meet the expectations, we have a conversation and they realize that, you know what, this, I'm probably not going to work out in this position. And they end up resigning or, or just, you know, saying I this isn't going to work out. Now there are cases I have had to terminate people and the termination only comes when I realize that that person is toxic to the team. If that, so, if that person is toxic to the environment and the team, and it is, yeah, I mean, there, we don't have room for that because um, if you, as a boss, if you maintain and you keep on people that are toxic to your staff, your good people are going to leave. Toxic is what you're going to have left. <laughs> all right well that, actually we're gonna end right there <laughs> that was that was great um any last encouraging words for people going to 2022 in the job search or transitioning careers maybe they're in the restaurant industry but they want to get the software or i don't know just any last words of wisdom i would just say that um personally uh you need to get out you need to get mobile you need to walk in some fresh air clear mm. your head um, take some time off, find, find your self-worth. Um, I had to go through mm. that last year. I had mm. a very dark period. Um, when COVID first hit, uh, and we kind of went and we were coming back out and we didn't have masks on and we had had some frank conversations between my wife and myself. And I said, I don't know what I'll do if COVID comes back again. And bam, mm. there it was, you know? And uh, it was tough. It was tough. It was, uh, you know, we were closing down again. Um, you know, in our industry, we went through a period where um, lost bonuses, lost insurance. Um, I mean, basically, the owner of the company was pulling out a legal pad and, and figuring out who was going to pay each day. Um, so it was really tough. Um, so coming out of that, it's uh, mental health first. Um, you have to take time to make sure you so good. take care of yourself. You need to read some books about taking care of yourself. Um, you need to uh, be mobile and be athletic, um, take care of your body, body and mind. And then, um, and then start looking at, okay, now that I've got myself set, let's get back into this. Mm. And what can I do? Mm. Because if you go into work and you've got this cloud hanging over your head each day and, and, um, you know, you're going through the motions. You're not doing anybody any favor. No. Yeah. Cool. I love that. Well, y'all, thank you again, Dad, 
Thank you for hanging out, man. I appreciate it. That was yeah. nice. We, 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 we can go have breakfast now. Maybe um, next time I can give you some stories about him. As a no, kid. we're not doing that. <laughs> we are never doing that. Um, but y'all, thank you again for hanging out this morning. Listen, uh, this week's crazy with guests. Tomorrow, I have an engineering manager from Kroger up in Cincinnati. He heavily leverages junior developers. So that's going to be a fantastic conversation. Also, this Friday, I have to give a shout out. Kent Dodds. Kent Dodds is a huge player in the tech industry. He is the he was one of the core groups with React. Now he started his own framework called Remix. Tech people get wild. They start to make up names. You need to check out Friday. Remix is a very old term. I'm sure. So <laughs> y'all, y'all check that out. But this week's gonna be crazy. I'll post a list of guests this week. So y'all, but like 2022 is off to a great start. So y'all. Thank you again for hanging out. Dad, thank you again for hanging with me. I appreciate it, man. Sure. Uh, appreciate the bedroom. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, y'all have a good one. Appreciate y'all. Bye. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode, and I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes, and I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the App Store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please, like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at tdeston on all social media handles. And I hope you have a fantastic day.